Movie Mike is standing by, and we want to go ahead and make sure you are aware of the George Winston concert. It is not quite sold out. It is tomorrow night at the Campus Theater, an evening with George Winston. Of course, if you haven't heard his uh, beautiful music, just an incredible composer and uh, a bit of a singer and piano player. So that is tomorrow night at the Campus Theater. Go to campustheater.org. Next up, Movie Mike McGranahan. He is a professional movie critic. His website's ILC.com. And I go there all the time, thanks to streaming, even more than before, to find out what he thought about movies in the past couple of years or so. Staff writer for Ranker, member of the Critics' Choice Association. Uh, he's the person in charge of that Twitter feed. I hope you're following at ILC. And his appearance sponsored by the Campus Theater Lewisburg. Movie Mike, welcome aboard. Thanks. Always fun to be here. Thank you so much for coming in. I'm laughing a little bit because you're going to review Pearl, one of the few trailers I ever found disturbing to watch. <laughs> uh, even the trailers are mm-hmm. creepy. So uh, what did you think of the whole movie, Pearl? Pearl stars Mia Goth as a deeply disturbed young woman. Her husband is off fighting World War I. She's stuck on the family farm with her controlling mother and sickly father, and the Spanish flu is raging outside. She has a fling with the projectionist at the local movie theater and pursues her dream of becoming a star. But when neither of those things work out, her grip on sanity disappears completely, sending her on a bloody rampage. Pearl is director Ty West's prequel to his terrific horror movie X that came out earlier this year. You don't need to have seen that movie to enjoy this one, although it does explain a lot about why the character is so freaky and violent. X was designed to look like a gritty 1970s horror flick, specifically the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Pearl, on the other hand, has a lush, old-school 1930s technicolor look that intentionally contrasts with the blood and gore. Imagine Judy Garland turning into Jason from Friday the 13th, and you have some idea of what the film is like. I don't think Pearl is quite as unnerving as X was, but it's great to look at, and Mia Goth is phenomenal, turning the character into someone you care about and fear at the same time. She makes this a fright flick worth seeing. On a scale of one to four, I give it three killing sprees. All right. First of all, where to see Pearl, if you wish to? In theaters. Okay, so just theaters. And not in 3D, though, right? Right. Although that might have been interesting. Well, yeah, we got Avatar on the brain, so we're we're thinking about (laughs) that. that but anyway okay but Mia Goth I mean I haven't Mm -hmm. I I saw X I mean it's just ridiculous ownership of this character and you're saying in Pearl this is another home run as she really just brings this to life yeah she is an actress really on the rise to this point she's primarily been known for dating Shia LaBeouf they're currently together (laughs) but she is really making a name for herself with X and now with Pearl She has a nine-minute monologue in this film that is absolutely riveting, where she kind of breaks down. And I won't give it away, but the last shot of this movie is a close-up of her that they hold for several minutes that is just, like, weird and creepy and incredible all at the same time. So she's a real talent and really making a name for herself. And uh, there's a, a hidden trailer all the way at the end credits of X, or of Pearl, teasing the third movie in the series. So she's going to play her character from X now in a sequel to that movie. So there will be these three movies that are all kind of interconnected, and I think that they're really doing wonders for her career. Yeah. If someone didn't see X, should they wait for the, uh, or should they see Pearl now, then X? I mean, see him in the right order? You can see him either way. Okay. You don't need to have seen X to understand what's going on in this movie. I think if you have seen X, 
it goes a long way toward explaining the character of Pearl from that film. She's a much older woman in that movie, but it's not essential to have seen one to see the other. All right. Anything else to say about Pearl? This is a new movie at mm-hmm. theaters. You gave it... Uh, three killing sprees. Three three killing <laughs> sprees. Okay, that's fun. All right. So, uh, yeah. All right. So, three uh, three killing sprees. Anything else to say about that particular movie, Pearl? Uh, just that I think it's as much a character study as a horror movie. It doesn't really get into the full horror until the like the last half hour. But it's a very interesting character study of a woman losing her grip on sanity. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, the trailer. It's creepy. I'm like, oh, yeah. my gosh, i got to take a walk after <laughs> I saw that. So, all right. So, super. All right. So, Pearl is out, and that's a prequel to X that you may have seen earlier this year. You also have uh, what we always call a mini-review. You brought along information on railway children. Tell us about that. Yeah, boy, it's hard to know where to start with this one. Uh, The movie is being marketed in this country under the title Railway Children, but in England it's called The Railway Children Return, and the on-screen title is actually The Railway Children Return. So they're trying to hide the fact that this is actually a sequel to a 1970 movie that I don't even think was released in this country. It's pretty well known in Britain, but not here. But uh, it's the story of three young children in World War II, and there was a thing called Operation Pied Piper at the time where they took children and put them on trains and sent them out into the countryside because the cities were being aerated by the Nazis. And so these children would go and live with host families out in the country for safety. And that's what happens to the three protagonists in this movie. Now, that could be a really interesting, important historical story about something and about what children live through and how they dealt with that. But instead, this movie goes down a very strange path. It introduces a whole other subplot where these kids find a wounded black American soldier and he's deserted and they try to help him. So this movie is just so weird. You know, it starts off seeming like it's going to be this important movie about Operation Pied Piper and what happened to these children. And then it just gets into a very overly simplistic and obvious and shallow story of racism. Uh, you know, and the ending to this movie is absolutely absurd. So there's a couple nice performances, and the movie certainly has good intentions, but I really can't recommend it. Two stars for Railway Children, or technically, The Railway Children Return. Okay. So a little yeah, bit of a bait and switch there on the title. Yeah, the movie, uh, or I saw the trailer, of course, I always look at these when you send me their link, and uh, you, you you can't tell from the trailer where it is headed. You see the black soldier, but mm-hmm. you don't find out, you don't sort of get a glimpse in the trailer that maybe uh, racism is a factor, but that pops right. up as, as as time goes on. Yeah, okay. that becomes kind of the major theme of the movie, and that's certainly a worthwhile subject, but this movie's treatment of it is so shallow. Okay, and that is, uh, where do I see that? That's in theaters. I don't know why this is from an independent distributor, and they're not promoting it or publicizing it, but they're putting it in 900 theaters nationwide. It's not going to make a dime in this country, I don't think, but it is showing locally, so hmm. uh, in theaters only. Okay, but so give it two minutes, and then if you want to see a, a, an average movie at the theater where you pay twenty bucks <laughs> for the popcorn in the movie. Uh, go ahead. All right, so uh, that's that's it for new movies, uh, entertainment news. Tiffany Haddish, mm-hmm. uh, she filed a lawsuit. Re- recap what that lawsuit was about. Uh, she had a lawsuit filed against her that accused her and another comedian of coercing two minors into making sexually themed sketch videos. Now, that lawsuit was 
inexplicably dropped this week. But Tiffany Haddish says that the fact that it even existed and got so much publicity has cost her work. She says she has no job offers on the table right now. And uh, this may have killed her career or at least stalled it for a while. You know, she's been in, like, everything for the last few years. Such as? Uh, Girls Trip. She was recently in the Nicolas Cage movie, uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Uh, You know, she's just in one movie after another and really has had a very successful career. And now all of a sudden she's saying, I can't get work anymore because these allegations are out there. And even though the lawsuit has been dropped now, she says nobody wants to touch her. And what happens now? We've seen actors who uh, did do some of the, or apparently did do some of the things they're accused of come mm-hmm. back. But in this particular case, not that you're a predictor of the future, but uh, does she have a future? It's hard to say. I mean, the difference here is that it does involve minors. Uh, so that certainly is a cause for concern. The fact that the charges were dropped makes me think that if she just kind of lays low for a while, maybe she'd be able to come back. I mean, Mel Gibson has come back. He's still <laughs> getting work. And look at all the things he's done. Look at all the people Tom Cruise irritates, and he's still the biggest <laughs> right. of the big star there is. So Got the biggest movie of the year. Right. So, um, okay. All right. Well, to be continued, we'll keep an eye on that. We hope to see her back on the screen, right? Even mm-hmm. either reformed or freed of the, the accusations, whatever it happens to be. All right. The original Beverly Hills Cop cast is returning. Mm-hmm. So tell us about that. It was previously announced that there's going to be a fourth Beverly Hills Cop movie. Eddie Murphy is on board. But this week they announced that a bunch of the other people are coming back. Judge Reinhold is coming back. John Ashton is coming back. Paul Reiser is coming back. And, of course, Bronson Pinchot, who plays Serge, he is also coming back. So they are reuniting the cast of the original movie for Beverly Hills Cop 4. Well, those are the people that certainly carried the first one, but uh, are they going to get good material? That'll be the question. First one is great, second one is good, third one is not so hot, so we'll see how this fourth one goes. But uh, certainly there's, there's potential there in bringing back these actors and their characters. There's a potential there to do something really good. So we'll keep our fingers crossed that it's closer to the first or second one than to the third one. All right. So we'll look for that Beverly Hills Cop. And finally, there's a mystery associated with Karate Kid. Sony announced there's going to be a new Karate Kid movie set in the original Karate Kid universe. But the problem is that there's a popular Netflix show called Cobra Kai that's a direct you know, pretty much sequel to the events of The Karate Kid. And the people involved with that TV show say, we have nothing to do with the movie. So nobody knows what this is going to be about or how they're going to go back to the original characters and everything when you've already got this Cobra Kai continuity. So the whole thing is a big mystery and has everybody speculating about what this could possibly be. Okay. So, so we'll you see. don't know yet, anyway. Some people are speculating that maybe they'll bring Hillary Swank back. You know, she was in the next Karate Kid before she became a two-time Oscar winner. Some people are saying, well, you know, maybe it's about her character. But I have a feeling Hillary Swank has better things to do. She's busy. Other projects. Okay. Well, fabulous. Well, thank you so much. What will you see this week? Anything in your agenda we'll keep an eye out for? The much-talked-about Don't Worry Darling opens today. The very scandal-ridden film. So I'll be checking that out this weekend. Oh, wow. Well. 
Oh, okay. Fabulous. It should be interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll allocate a full four minutes to talk about that <laughs> next week because there's we'll so, need it. so many things to discuss. All right. Sounds fabulous. Thank you so much. Movie Mike McGranahan, professional movie critic. Do as I do often. Go to aisleseat.com and check out uh, his latest reviews. And as we mentioned, uh, his appearance always sponsored by Campus Theater, campustheater.org. They'd love you to sign up for an evening with George Winston tomorrow night, 7 p.m. at the Campus Theater.